Just a quick trivia announcement, just so you know. We always um, have the epiphany, and it's January 6th, typically, but in the Archdiocese of New Orleans and several others, they just move it to the Sunday to make it a little easier. Um, it's interesting that the epiphany is actually three. It's not just the Magi. It's also the wedding at Cana, and remember the third one? The baptism of the Lord. Three moments where the manifestation of Jesus was made known. So the epiphany of the three kings, the wedding at Cana, and the baptism of the Lord. Now, the 6th of January used to come first, and the 7th is typically, as always, the gospel of the wedding at Cana, and then the following Sunday would be the baptism of the Lord. So they meant the liturgy often will have them go together. It just so happens that tomorrow, if you go to Mass, you'll get the wedding at Cana, and then you'll get the, the epiphany of the three, the three kings, and on Monday you get the baptism. So we get to live a three-day triduum of the epiphany if you have nothing better to do, or just, you know, want to live at the full, full package deal of, of the epiphany weekend, um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. A couple of thoughts, just noticing with the gospel. You ever heard that phrase that you are good for nothing? I used to hear that phrase a lot when I was growing up. It's fair. They were so right. Um, but it's important, like, just I turn that way, you're good for nothing. When they find out that the would-be Messiah person comes from Nazareth, and you come, the, the Chosen series has done this very well. It's, it's, it's obvious. What good comes from Nazareth? That junk depot. It's like Booty. <laughs> just kidding. I'm so kidding. So, if you're from Booty, I'm sorry. But it's just like, I'm, a, I'm an uptowner, okay? Like, we didn't know there was life over here. Um, can anything good come from down there? Can anything good come from Nazareth? And think about it. Jesus designed, he's God. He designed every detail of the story of salvation. From the greatest detail that the Son of God would so love the world that he would give his only, he would die for us, to the smallest detail. That he wouldn't be born and raised in the palace of Jerusalem. He wouldn't be the wealthiest man on the block in the nice town of the capital of whatever. He'd come from, well, first he'd be born in a feeding trough. And his hospital room would smell like manure. And then he would live in a town called Nazareth, where apparently the people in Galilee also kind of talk funny. Because later on they would accuse Peter of being one of his followers, because look, even his accent gives him away. He's one of those bayou people. Like, I hope I don't lose all my friends tonight. But anyway, it's, it's important that our Lord designed it so that when you look in the mirror and you say, perhaps, what good could I do? Or someone makes you feel at work or in the home or somewhere else that you're not really good for much. Well, the lie is there anyway, but even if it's not, play that game with the devil. Maybe it's true, but you know what? Our Lord relates most to people in places who would be told you're good for nothing. He likes those best. So own it. And don't let that be an impediment. Our Lord wants to do great things through you, through me, through every single individual. And the value that society might place on you, it might say you're good for nothing, but that's society's label. For God, you're his preferred place. You're his preferred instrument. The message of you're good for nothing would make you hide yourself with a bushel basket. Well, I'm not going to do much. I don't want to 
relate. I don't want to be the one to bring God's message because who am I? What good am I? Our Lord would say, no, that's exactly the kind of people I most prefer to work with. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Can anything good come through you? Yes, the message of salvation for the entire world can come through you. Don't hide it, and don't let anyone else tell you you have nothing to share. Share it yourself, and just touching on the first reading, what you could do in the way you love your brother or sister, or your neighbor or the stranger on the street, how much good. And it's an encouragement to get out of any individualistic faith where it's just between me and God. And God looks at you and says, no, I want you to go share it with that person. Who, me? What could I do? You could love that person. So don't hide it. Share it freely. Get rid of any bushel baskets, any doubts, especially doubts towards yourself in the mirror, and say, Lord, you chose to come across to society as good for nothing. And you're the entire good. So allow me to have a little share in that and not bury it in the bayou of my bushel basket. Amen? Sorry. God. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs>